0: Welcome to The Core Podcast, brought to you by core to cloud We talk about all things cybersecurity, about the latest technologies, the insights, the learnings, and also a little bit about our culture in this ever evolving environment. I'm Kelly and I head up the marketing department. And I'm Phil from the technical team. And we're going to take you through all our technology in a really interesting way. Phil talks technical while I keep it lighthearted and remove all the jargon. We also have a selection of guest speakers, including a few people popping in from the Call to Cloud team. So let's dive in. Okay I'm very excited to invite two people that we actually have not met in person we met virtually and are still speaking virtually um, but Jasmine and Yvonne thank you so much for joining me um, for the audience that don't know you both could you give us a little bit of background in um, your business um, how you've come to your business and how it came alive I believe in COVID for everyone listening.
1: Yeah, of course. So uh, I'm Jasmine uh, and I'm here with Vaughn, my co-founder, and she's also my mother, which is an amazing um, position to be in with two generations founding this business. And it came from a real need that both of us observed within each of our relative industries. So my background was in health tech and Yvonne's is in cybersecurity. And both with two generations in two different industries, we saw the levels of burnout spiking hugely. And that was actually even before COVID. Uh, And there were conversations we were having like, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if we can create physical spaces in cities where people could go to that could act as mind spas or places to unwind or switch off. And we were at an amazing um, session actually in San Francisco years ago, and it was like a sound sculpturing event. And actually Yvonne was saying, wouldn't this be amazing if we could actually have something like this in London where we can actually help people work with their senses to switch off because we're so overstimulated. Um, Fast forward now to where we are after COVID, um, putting a lot of hard work and effort and time into building the Zen Street to where it is now. Um, We've ultimately gathered together over 200 research papers. We've spoken to leading neuroscientists and professors all over the world uh, and had such fun doing it. It's been an amazing journey. Um, And now we have a mobile app, a web app, um, a physical space in, um, in Cape Town. We have courses that we're running, workshops and it's now growing. We have nearly 40,000 people now worldwide on the website and on the mobile side that are that are kind of like engaging with the product, which is amazing. Um, and yeah, so the whole point of the Zensory is helping people use their senses to optimize their mood. So, you know, using things like music, breathing uh, and t- immersive touch pads, it's helping people get into a state of focus and relaxation to zone in and zone out, because we realize that people were you know, feeling burnt out, they weren't able to kind of get into their state of flow or get into their ideal state of mind. So we realized there's very clear rituals that you can do to get you into that state of your ideal state of either focus or relaxation and keep you there using things like binaural beats, which I'll go into after, um, and soundscapes, um, things like breath work, which helps with your nervous system. And as soon as your nervous systems calm, you're then far more likely to absorb information and be able to work at your prime. So we've, we're kind of trying to reinvent how we're working, using your senses and helping people sense hack so they can get the most out of how they're they're working and feeling.
0: There's a lot there. So much information to take on, but a, a lot more than I thought. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, there's an app. And it's like, oh no, we've got a place in Cape Town and there's a website. And I was like, oh, okay, there's loads, there's loads going on. I guess, so you went to this amazing experience when, uh, when you're in the US, and then you came back. You run, how do you take an idea and actually implement that? Like the research papers, how did you even start that journey? Because I mean, many of us probably have a moment in the shower or go to something and culturally and be like, oh, I wish I could bring that home. But we did, not many of us do it. So it's fantastic that you both did that. So how, would, how did that work out? How did you guys go on that journey? So
2: I suppose I've always been um, someone who, I, I've, I've run a, I've run a, uh, PR agency for the last 28 years. Yeah. Um, and I am a believer in coming up with ideas, but if you've got a good idea, sing it through as much as you possibly can. And as a as a mentor and as a mother as well to my own two daughters, I've always sort of said to them, Look, if this is a good idea, you have to see you have to see it through for as long as you can you possibly can until it kind of like burns out. Um, and you know, I have done, you know, I, I've sat there and I've come up with analyst events, I've come up with um. I do about four four awards uh, session, a so a award events every single year. Mm-hmm. We do the most inspiring women in cybersecurity awards. I do the security series Samsung Heroes mm-hmm. Awards. I do the European Cybersecurity Bloggers Awards. So I'm always one for taking an idea and saying right, let's run with it. And I try and kind of hand that over to people just so they can actually grow as well. um I love watching ideas grow. Yeah, and I think this. Why I am doing it with Jasmine and, and Jade, our, our other daughters now involved in it as well. Um, and I think the reason, and I, I just so believe in this. I myself have seen so many people burn out. Um, and, you know, we do so much with cybersecurity professionals, although we're a PR agency, but we are one in cybersecurity. My own staff, so many of them suffer from stress and anxiety. And I see it in all my generations. My my, my girlfriends, kids all suffer from Anxiety—it's so, yeah. so right. My own generation suffer from mental health, and it's like there is no end to this. And I suppose I would love to leave a legacy somewhere along the line where we've actually put something back. I've done very well out of the cybersecurity industry. It's an amazing industry. I adore it. Uh, I would love to give something back, and this is what uh, we really, really feel really strongly—don't we, I love About it. doing something positive. Yeah. Um, so, so that's that's where it comes. It's. I have to tell you, it's been bloody hard work trying to
0: get (laughs) (laughs) something. At least you're not going to like swim around and be like, oh, yeah, no, it's good. We meditated and it
1: came alive. Like, he had to put some work into
2: it. (laughs) The (laughs)
1: hardest thing we've ever had to do. Like, every day you're having to learn a thousand new things and take on like four different roles or five roles. You know, it's really hard. Like, the hardest thing we've ever, ever
2: done. I mean, running a kind of international staff and running the cybersecurity PR agency has been a walk in the park. Uh, unless I've just got Alzheimer's, I can't remember what the hell it's been like for the <laughs> nearly 30 years. But it's this is this is tough. You know, yeah. we stupidly have built an app. We know nothing about building apps. You know, what we do know is how to, um, we, we know how to bring things alive. We know how we have enthusiasm. We've had to find money. We've had to deal with developers in Pakistan. We've had to deal with, you know, f- the goal, have fact, to understand, to learn, learn to design—you, how you've had to learn—they've had to learn so many skills that 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 you know other people of their age would never have had to do, and it's it's tough. But we, but there is this huge, um, you know, like we just now say Kelly, we just come back from RSA, mm. and really for the first time ever, people are really beginning to start to talk about mental health and cybersecurity. Um, there is so much research that's being done to show that fifty percent of people in cybersecurity think about leaving the profession.
0: Yep. Well, this is in what the stem, yeah stem this stem this whole thing because last year we were con- we did um, a big piece for getting women in tech. So um, our co-founder's wife uh, got diagnosed with terminal cancer at uh, thirty six oh. weeks. Uh, she survived; the baby's fine; it's all good. Um, but it started our roller coaster of um, doing. Um, fundraising for that. But then I was a bit like, gosh, oh God, look, there's a really high statistic that women get killed by breast cancer. And then I was like, and we have a problem with getting women into cybersecurity. So not only have we got that problem, we've got like childcare issues, breast cancer, menopause, like all that. So I was like, that's a really hard issue. And then when it came up saying, oh, and then 50% are leaving because of burnout, I was like, so it's really a real big issue to get people into cybersecurity. It's really an issue to get women into cybersecurity. And then we're leaving because we're burnt out. I was like, this is not a very nice cocktail so that's kind of yeah it, that we saw that's that stat too and I, that kind of started my little oh that we need to we need to talk about it I need to look you know I'm very lucky I'm on the board here I need to look more internally of what we're doing as a company and are we changing the culture to make sure it's better and I, I agree I do think it's coming up more and more but interesting there is also uh, a little bit of a stigma within the men so I, I worked with a stress management company and London and they ran a webinar for stress, for the cybersecurity, And they had something like 300 and something people attend. And I think less than 10% were men. And it's yeah. like, okay. And even I've mentioned it to our tech guys, and they're like, oh, it's a bit of a fluffy conversation. You know, I'm good, upper a, up a yeah. chin. Like, oh, I don't need to worry about that. So that's like, it also changed because it's a resilience piece, I think, rather than, you know, you go but for exercise, is- don't you? And I loved how you said it was a spa. Like, a mental spa. Like, if someone says, oh, I'm going to the spa because it's been a gruff week, no one goes – like, no one rolls the eye. But, like, if you went, oh, I'm going, I don't know, to meditate, I don't know if everyone's there yet on that that journey of, like – It
2: isn't, and I think it's still quite woo-woo. And I think that's Mm. where we really, really tried very much not to call it a well-being app. It's very much a – it's a very much a productivity and well, it bridges the gap between productivity and well-being, right? Yes. Because everybody wants to perform well. Everybody wants to be productive. Um, and when you're productive, you feel like you've really achieved something mm-hmm. amazing. And that's where we kind of tried to bridge the two. You know, we, we, we're we trying to help people really get through the day in the best possible way they can, which is where we have created these sticky Methods to help you stay in the moment for longer. So you can work harder, but for shorter amounts of time. So we've introduced something which is phenomenal. I don't know if you know about it, a Pomodoro Timer.
0: I you have heard it. of this, yes. Um, but please explain more to someone. I mean, I've I've touched on some reading. I've recently read a book called Scrum, which is the art of working uh, yeah. harder. Love, very interesting book. Um, but yeah. So I'd be interested if you could just explain a little bit more. And and actually, the app, how does it make me stay and and go to these things because I've got mind um on my on my on my app um, and it's tells, how it tells me to go on it and things but I don't use it as much and happy space I don't use it as much as I should or headspace sorry um so how do you make people get into a routine and sticky and, and talk about that a bit more
2: okay so uh, so very quickly the Pomodoro timer mm-hmm. I love because there's a lot of research that shows that people work successfully within in 25 minute slots, and then you have a break, a little break of two or three minutes, and then you can start again. So most people kind of stop working; their brains stop; they get tired. Mm-hmm. And so the Pomodoro technique, which is loads of students use it, lots and lots of people use it, to in order to keep them in that, you know, they, they'll, they'll, so the so the app is very much working to this whole Pomodoro 25 minute for 25 minutes and then stop for a break Um, and then within the app we're using lots of breath work to help people relax first before they start their 25 minute session and again that can be woo-woo for lots of people they don't want to necessarily do breath work they don't want to do breath work then they can go straight in and use the sounds we've got lots and lots of soundscapes which Jasmine's written um, with a number of other professionals because Jasmine's a musician as well using using binaural beats and, and that's where jasmine can then take you and explain why we designed the music the way we designed it
0: you say you say woo woo um but i think it's always about language isn't it of how you use this so it was very interesting because when we were talking to the nutritionist um she said you get the same sort of thing where you're, you're trying to tell people about their gut health and that you should let into your gut and when you say it like that people like oh that's like a bit of a woo woo thing or something my mum used to say but she was saying like if you were um I don't know training a horse to run like a, a racetrack or if you've got to put a, put a certain fuel into the car. If you put diesel in over lead, you're not going to perform as well. And in some ways, um, you know, if you're an athlete, we would not even question the fact if they're putting certain vitamins in their body or having their bloods done every week to make them on their optimised. So I understand where woo woo breath feeling your breath may say, um sound sounds like that, but actually oxygen is how we survive without it so if you're not taking it in or breathing correctly and, and I, I i read something really beautiful and i i've got a two-year-old about how when you're two you brew from your tummy like he, he breathes from his tummy he sticks out his tummy he breathes he walks yeah. around but when we get older <laughs> because we sit down more and we hold our breath and you know meant to look a certain way we don't breathe deep anymore and how it changes our breathing and how that can impact your stress so uh, yeah i find it really fascinating that what we say are woo woo topics are actually very fundamental for us as human being um surviving because you need to breathe but the music okay so this leads us into the music so how i'm a big fan of music um but i have to have different music depending on what i'm doing like if it's got words on it not so great if i'm trying to do emails because i realize i'm typing what i'm singing or something so how the experience of music how does that work in the app
1: So exact same as you like I've always loved music. It's like my guilty pleasure. And it's just since I was young, honestly since I was about seven, it's been like uh since I can remember, I've been like that is my medicine, like that is the thing. When I'd come back from school, I would run upstairs to my guitar and I'd just strum. It would sound awful because I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Just taught myself how to play at the time. And I was just like, Do you know what? This just makes me happy. Yeah. And then started to look into, again, in lockdown, with that beautiful free time we actually had, which most people, you know, we're so busy. Like, you know, the badge of busyness is now seen as a badge of honor. So if you're busy or productive, it's not necessarily correlating. But again, what was great in that lockdown period is, is delving into music the research the benefits and something around binaural beats came up which is really interesting um, because binaural beats work by having slightly different frequencies in either ear and okay. the difference the difference through headphones mm-hmm. the difference at rates frequencies of gamma alpha delta um, brainwave frequencies. Yeah. so for example if I had 100 hertz in my right ear and 104 in my left ear that would create a four hertz difference. And so that could be like a gamma frequency for focus or a delta frequency oh, to relax. Okay. And what's really powerful is if you listen to them for 25 minutes, it starts to help induce you into that state of focus or positivity or creativity or relaxation. And there's actually loads of really great research to show that this is powerful and works. The issue is, is they sound horrible. So you listen oh. to them and it's like a drone. Okay. So what, what we've done, what we've done is put music on top, so you can't can hardly hear them. So you've, we've got three layers. We've created three layers of, of soundscapes. So we've got that layer of binaural beats and on top, there's music with no highs, lows, lyrics, or breaks. Because actually, when you listen to even focus playlists with no lyrics, mm. even them, when they change songs every three minutes, that is distracting your brain. It's giving your brain a new stimulus. Right. So what we've we've discovered is twenty five minute like you know uh, soundscapes and music is ideal for keeping you in that state of, of flow and we've tested it with like six thousand um people and on average they felt five times more focused from listening to the music while working which is crazy yeah. so listening to the yeah it's listening Makes. to the and then there's naturescape so listening to the binaural beats Um, soundscapes and the nature scapes on top because actually listening to to the sound of nature whether that's running water bird song um the sound you know all these different Mm -hmm. lovely sounds that again regulates your nervous systems you start to feel calmer so any and the research is really interesting because the sound of nature or even just having on your desktop an image of um nature on your desktop or background that is enough to make your brain think oh yeah nature that makes me feel safe that makes me feel happy and sometimes the brain can't differentiate between what's real, real. and what's not because that's okay. your, sensory stimulus. Yeah, your sensory stimulus starts to create that same response in your body so it's like this is why it's sense hacking because if you don't have time and you're in a busy city or you're in an office or you're working from home and you've got your kids there or mm. anything like that and you can't get outside we're trying to make that accessible. So it could be two minutes and you're listening to the nature or you're seeing nature or, you know, there's that there's sensory stimulus to help you get into the state.
0: I mean, this has nothing to do with cybersecurity, but I'm thinking of a Sunday when it's raining and I have a six year old and a two year old and are that, they're at that peak of energy. I'm there's just too much. Would you suggest putting this on the background for 25? Yeah, you're putting your thumbs up. Putting oh, it up for 25 I mean, minutes.
2: <laughs> Kelly,
0: not even for 25 minutes, you can have it put it on the whole The whole <laughs> day. day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just play yep. in the background. Um, yeah, cause if, because when I get them outside, they're good. But like sometimes yeah. the weather doesn't, you yeah. know, you can, but they, they get wet through and you can go out for 15, 20 minutes, but they can't have a really good run around. Do you,
2: do you know it's really interesting because um, we've researched this app. With, uh, the whole, so, so just just very quickly, Jasmine was saying yeah. the, the the app is filled with sense hacking. So when, when we did our research, our 200 literally spent so long doing research mm-hmm. into what can help people perform better and what can help people uh, relax. Yeah. There are so many clever things out there. And we just literally have packed the app with these sort of little sense hacking techniques. So, it, you know, all of these things are in there. Um, but I was going to say about um, testing it with so many people. Uh, we've done we, we we're testing all the time, and it's all ongoing. But so many people that tested it, have done it with their kids, and they've just it has been amazing. And for babies to keep them just happy and still, and sort of actually in the right place, just because the binaural beat. Well, you know, the kids, the babies often use this white noise. So we yeah, now got yeah, white yeah, noise. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my, so we've now got white noise
2: we've got brown noise um we've got different sorts of um sound frequencies in the app what's to the help difference e-
0: sorry between white and brown
1: what's brown noise how well, how's different between white and brown like brown noise is slightly softer okay so i believe white noise is kind of like harsh it's like the sound of running water like a waterfall yeah and then brown noise is like a more soft, soft. version okay. of it and I actually recognize a brown, there's been a lot of research with uh, people with ADHD listening to brown noise while they work and the results are amazing. So, so that's, you know, it's really fascinating. And the reason actually that works as well is because often, this is really fascinating because I was learning about this recently again, is like if you hear a doorbell ring or mm-hmm. you hear something, speaking the brain doesn't know what's more important staying focused on what you're trying to do or listening to that sound or absorbing that information so you don't necessarily know the importance level so by putting something like a consistent frequency or sound in your ears your brain can then just stay kind of focused it gives it that little bit of stimulus where it doesn't need to be busy but it doesn't get filled with thoughts so it's that nice in-between
0: it's so interesting because going back to the audience of our podcast and, and and cybersecurity and or and people that will be in an office environment or things like that like we're so used to people being on the phone being moved into a meeting the door going like can you come on to this can you hop on like the stimulation i mean for for me the one thing i found I mean, it's not easy to say, but I really liked COVID. I was in a very happy place. I had my son in that period. We were in a bubble. It was, you know, I was very lucky and I wasn't impacted. And for anyone it was, it's awful. But I actually felt very calm and very, when coming back to work, I have felt very, if it's not Slack, Teams, email, mobile, it's then your phone going off, being dragged into a meeting, your team all needing you at once, like other people needing, it's quite a lot. And then to come home in the car, and then be a mum on top, that's that other, you know, it's very hard to get down. And I also know I'm terrible at it, like I'm a to do list, like, if I'm going to have downtime, it has to be on my on my calendar, otherwise, it doesn't happen. I'm that sort of person. So I, I really find that very interesting that actually, like you were saying, our brain can't work out. And I do sometimes think that when everything comes at me, I'm like, what, what one, what one am I meant to do right now? Is it? Is it the slack? Is it the teams? Is it the email? Like, your brain gets a bit, Come puzzled <laughs> and overloaded.
1: So, this statistic is crazy. And when I learned this, I was just like shocked. The average person in an open planned office is, is distracted every 40 seconds. Every 40 oh. seconds, you're distracted. And the craziest part about that is there was a research by Gloria Mark in 2016, and she says it takes 25 minutes. To return to that same state of focus you had when you were deeply in focus, it takes 25 minutes to get back into that state once you've been distracted. So just think about that loop. Every 40 seconds, the average person is distracted in that office. And then, you know, how are they meant to get anything done? So it's kind of like no wonder, like you're saying, you know, the door opens or someone's on a call or even when you're working from home, all those distractions. It's like, how do you combat that? And and this is where we've been trying to find solutions to that, using things like um, even we've got uh, peppermint and rosemary essential oil that you can put on to smell, to get you, again, because your, your sense of smell mm-hmm. is really powerful because it goes to your um, limbic centre, which, again, is like your um, your memory centre and it helps affect how you feel as well. And it's why also when people have Alzheimer's and you give them an old item of clothing, they get their memories back. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or songs so, you, do
0: the same thing, doesn't it? Someone can play a song and go back yeah. to the moment.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So when you are in those distracted states, what we'd recommend is starting to condition yourself to know this is focused time. So using things to drown out auditory distractions, like the music we suggested, and also just turning off all notifications, unless it's urgent. You have you have to just make space. You know, like having a digital like cleanliness. Ultimately, it's kind of like how do you create digital minimalism so you make sure that you only give yourself small windows to answer emails or whatsapps in your day Mm -hmm. and that's great because it means you're not responding all day otherwise people are constantly expecting that they've got your attention so that's a nice thing as well to clear i
0: love all of this and i did this with a nutritionist yesterday she said all the great things need to amiga don't grab a diet coke (laughs) Nuts. and I've walked out the room and done absolutely none of those things that she said I will do it I'm gonna properly talk to her but <laughs> human human I've gone back to my old traits right everything that you said I absolutely love and adore but I know I'm gonna go upstairs <laughs> and do everything that you just said not to do like I'll have what all of them on I won't put the music on I probably won't go outside all day and I'll get to the end of the day and I've missed the sun and things like that but I do believe in the position that I have in the company is setting boundaries myself to um, culturally allow other people to do that because I feel, um, yeah, you, you learn from what your environment's right and, and what everyone else is doing with you. But when I think you can appreciate the industry that I I come from and we come from, you know, a sock analyst is bombarded with notifications and if they walked away and was like sorry i'm I'm not checking this for the next 25 minutes they'll be like no that's you, that's your job or you know if our cto was like oh you know i'm, I'm switching that you know all you, all the scenarios right so how do you think i don't think i hope over in the next everything that you guys especially doing that actually my head mm-hmm. went offices should be built like this right like yeah nature should be brought in um, light should be there there should be meditation rooms the music should be played like it should just become any office should be built like that and that, and, and every house should be built like that really idealistically yeah. but what do you think I could do right now walking out of this building um, to slowly make a change or you know encourage people like you said some people if I walk in and go to the board meeting next week and said I'm bringing in loads of plants this music's going to get played every 25 minutes people don't have to check their Their slack for all the time people might look at me and be like hang on this is going to affect productivity you're letting people have too much downtime how can you um do you think are good steps to start changing culture or making people more aware
2: well the first thing you can do is is um without being an ad i you can download it for free anyway okay uh the full Full up is you have to, is is even then, it's not even that expensive, it's tiny, it's not very much money at all. So, and you can, we've got a desktop version, Mm -hmm. so you can actually have on your desktop and you can make it part of your habit. So, I now know that when and all my staff do this now because I love it, whenever they're writing an article or they have to do an Excel spreadsheet or they know they're going to have to sit and focus, yeah. They all now put their headphones on and they all just do the sensory, listening to the sensory music, which is so easy. All you're doing is instead of putting a playlist on that may disturb you, like you mm-hmm. said, Kelly, you don't listen to sounds often with lyrics on it because mm-hmm. then you start, it disturbs you. This doesn't. So it's easy. You just put your headphones in and listen to the music and you'll, and there's lots of music to choose from and you just yeah. put it on your head. Put your head that's, that's, that's not a difficult thing to do. No. The thing, the thing we haven't talked about is um, the modality, the way we all def, we all learn. And we, we oh, I was talking to my husband about this yesterday. It was so interesting. We were saying that even now, you know, I'm, I'm quite old and I don't, I've never
0: really thought about she my... She looks fabulous modality. for everyone that can't see her. So don't take that <laughs> <Yeah>. comment.
2: <laughs> no, thank you. But I, I did actually think about the modality and how I learn. And I don't, I still don't know whether my main moment So this is what we've learned with sensor which is so exciting. How do you actually learn? Do you are you a kinesthetic person? Are you a touchy person? Do you learn if you touch mm-hmm. and doing things? And I suddenly realise I do because I do pottery and I actually need to know how to make things. I was always do crap them. at maths, Same. and now I realise someone would have done something with with and put blocks in front of me. I think I would have probably learnt it, touched it, feel it. Mm-hmm. I am not. I now I realise I am not an auditory person. I know I need to see things. If I see things and feel things, I'm going to learn it. Yeah. And that's what we've also put into the sensory. We've got in the sensory touch pads, which you're going to love. And your two-year-old, your six-year-olds are going to love it. Okay. You touch, you touch the pad, the actual phone, mm. or your or whatever you've got, and you play with the most beautiful mm. visual. They are so fabulous. You can play around with smoke screens, and you can play around with bubbles, and it's very, very. Very, very essential. Okay, and it's so calming because I'm a doodler. I love to doodle. I can't. I've always got a pen in my hand. Even now, I was I was doodling all over my pad. And doodlers are tw- a twice was fantastic. Just more likely. likely no, they're far more likely. They're, they're twice as more likely to focus and get through a task if they doodle because they they really are.
0: Is Doodling's that why? Really- so I really struggle with a digital to do list. I. Exactly. It's, re- it's really weird but like so oh, we've got um, a, as a board all of it is done for a digital dashboard but I have to write my task on a piece of paper and everyone's like but it, it, it's on a digital board but for some reason like if it's yeah. not physically written down and I'm not physically ticking it off it doesn't work yeah. for me
1: like it, it just because does it what?
0: doesn't go in it just doesn't go in
2: and that's it you see that's and I'm only yeah. just learning this myself and it's mad I wish I would have known this years ago, but I happen to be... A, a touchy person so I need to see it and touch it and I will go in a lot faster I can't I'm the same as you if you do anything on a computer everyone tries to do these bloody notions and God knows what I
0: can't <laughs> I'm it. just looking I'm just looking at uh, the guy over the corner all all our media is managed on Notion and all I do is go on to Notion and write what I actually have to do so just, just an FYI yeah digital <laughs> digital dashboards don't work for me either. No, that's,
2: that's because you're probably like me very visual and also touch feeling not so not so auditory and what we're trying to do with the app is actually show people what are you what is your what is your modality Mm. and you know people who may be neurodiverse they're probably you know they're going to find it far easier to just stop put in their headphones calm down and actually, it's going to help them an awful lot better because we all learn in different ways. We all calm down in different ways. And that's what we really discovered, Jasmine and I. We've been on the most unbelievable venture
1: and adventure, haven't we? And and the yeah. other thing that's really interesting is um, what your chronotype is, if you're a morning person mm-hmm. or an evening person. And this is huge because I have know people that are really successful and they say, well yeah, I only get my deep foot my deep work done at four four in the afternoon or I even know some really brilliant creatives. If you're creative, you're most likely actually an, an evening person. So I'm always at like, my best flow state, so like annoyingly in the evening. And it's just it's, it's frustrating.
0: weird. Um I've read a lot of yeah. books, you know, where you should get your morning routine up and you should get up at like five, have your glass of water, do your stretch and all this. And I have I've I tried to force myself to be this person all the time. Like I've read the six minute one whatever they are and I'm like, it and I've tried a lot. I can only do this if the sun is up, then I can get up. If it's dark, I can't do it. But I'm exactly the same as you. As soon as the kids are gone to bed, uh, my brain wakes up. Like yeah. well, I, I, I I actually have to do all my emails for the my team or all the ideas and then like hold it and then send it in the morning because I could be up till one AM because my brain can do it then. In the day, I'm a night like I really have to work really hard to do anything creative creative doesn't come to me at like well, now. this is so it doesn't, it doesn't this is what's
1: exciting we are now in like a really brilliant transition time we don't need to be working nine to five like of course we can find ways to work with our team around around each other but in our team we're working in time zones all around the world with our yeah. developers some of us are here and it works and we're starting to understand actually these are when we work best so why are we forcing ourselves to do like 10 hour days when actually your your productivity plateaus at 36 hours a week, mm-hmm. you don't actually get, if you mm-hmm. add in more hours than that, you're not going to get good quality work done. It's really interesting because some people, I was at a workshop at Google the other week and all of them put their hands up, like how many of you work 60 hour weeks? They were like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like crazy. And it's like, that's encouraged. It's like, they, they're, they're working a lot of hours. It's like, no, actually you can work smart and get all your stuff done if you just work around when you work best. Like Kelly, if you were to do, you know, like, I do the same. Like, I'll get my emails. I get all excited, like, oh, these ideas. And I'll just schedule them yeah, for the yeah. next day. Yeah, so, so it doesn't disturb hey,
0: other people. But I'm, I'm like, in my flow. Or I'll go, oh, my God, could you imagine if we did this? And then I'll go find a book. And then I'll read that book up and be like, oh, then that justifies. And I'll go find it out on Google. But it's just something I can't really do in the office. I don't know why. I can't flow like that. Because I kind of need my space and need to lay out. And I actually need other things to trigger me. It might be something, like, my kid does something. And I'm like oh you know it'd be good if that's a good way of you know I'm always trying to find different ways to engage people about cybersecurity because it's such a saturated market so how do we as a little small reseller MSP stand out so it's like oh what new ways can I do it but yeah I just find yeah I'm I'm better at night but then I know other people are massively morning people and they they're great at 4am or 5am and they're up with the birds and, and they're great at that.
1: Oh, sorry. I just want to say this is where there's a really interesting transition with cybersecurity. So what we've realized why cyber is such an amazing area is because the threat landscape is expanding. There's alert fatigue is just getting worse. Yeah. And what's really exciting is we are putting out the same message again and again and again about like, you know, um, phishing scams or like how you can mm. avoid things. And actually we're like, what about the people? What about the people? 47% of people fall for phishing scams because they're distracted Yeah, and forty-one percent of people email the wrong person because they're distracted. Distracted, Yeah, and yeah, so it's like okay, interesting. What if we were to have micro micro mindfulness sessions throughout the day? And this is where the sensory is now come to, which is so exciting. We're doing a big global pilot with like a really big um, cybersecurity awareness company. And the results are really exciting because people are feeling more relaxed and more focused. So they're le- less likely to be vulnerable. And this is where the mindful security. But campaign... isn't that like the fight and flight thing, right? Like if mm-hmm. you're under a cyber attack,
0: because, um, you know, I've seen that again, very similarly. We we work with some training partners that you probably know as well that you see people react right so some people will react a certain way to a cyber attack to another and you some most people don't know how they're going to react until they're in the moment but it's actually having practical skills like you know even if it is breathing techniques to be like to calm because if you're in a high state of stress you're probably going to make silly decisions because because you are you're really you're really alert. you know we've all done it like you know my kid runs in I don't know why, but my kid runs in with like, you know, blood from the park or something. And all of a sudden I become fingers and thumbs and don't know where a plaster is. And, you know, like you just, you do, don't you? Because you just go into that. Whereas if I probably breathed, sat with them and went, okay, yep, fine. And then went to try and solve the problem. But, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. But giving people those techniques to to, do be optimal and their job and to... Be the best they could possibly be. You know, astronauts go into so much training before they get sent into an extreme environment. Um, I think you're right. I don't think we do get those skills and um, equip. But I, I did a really interesting podcast with um, the London Met Police on fishing and how you know it's not a very sexy topic anymore, and we've all seen the campaigns and it's all the same as a hooker. Or something like that, right? But he said it's still the main thing that people get in. But also the um human element behind it and the shame behind it, if you do make that mistake or you do click on it. Um but he was saying interestingly where we're so behind on things, um, is that the fact if it was a physical crime, like if it was rape Or you got broken into your house or something. There's a lot of empathy. There's a lot of arms that would go around you. You would, you know, you'd get support, hopefully. You would, you know, maybe... Whatever you needed to recover from that incident. But we don't have the same... It's getting there. Like, there are more things, but we don't have the same, do we? Like, if you did send money to the wrong person, the chances are you might some companies might put you on a disciplinary, some people might sack you. Some people might I mean there's stories, isn't it, that companies take that person to court to get the money back and it's like, whoa, 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 like you wouldn't do that for another crime. So it's just interesting how that's behind. And then also what you were saying about the working hours, I'm imagining the nine to five and probably is, it's still very, um back to the Victorians and, and 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 that industrial way of life and even schooling. Like I find schooling very interesting um, of the hours and the way they're asked to sit and the way to, I can see it with my son and daughter, like she's thriving, my son will not. <laughs> they're very different children, they absorb in very different ways. But yet yeah, we are still doing something that's very Victorian. Um, yeah, I, I, it's bizarre, isn't it? Like How digital and cyber and tech we're skyrocketing, but there's some fundamentals that we aren't changing that need
1: to. Yeah, and once we do, I think the whole industry will thrive so much better. It's just so obvious, and I think it does. It comes to down to culture change. Mm-hmm. It comes down mm-hmm. to us being not afraid of. Okay, let's actually take those that that thirty seconds. It doesn't need to be a lot, but like you said, what is the thing you can do when you walk away out of this out of the room today? Thirty seconds before you do anything, just get into that habit of, you know, taking a few deep breaths. It can be five seconds of just. <sighs> You know just an inhale exhale just to give you that that buffer time because we're not letting ourselves have buffer time and this is something really interesting you know you you load you charge your phone more than you charge yourself and you're and often your technology needs to buffer and yet we expect ourselves to go into meetings without any sort of buffering time and then leave meetings and i've seen so many leaders do this they leave meetings and they go straight into another meeting and what's that what example is that setting for our teams you know how are we meant to actually process and get great ideas out of what we've just spoken about. Yeah. After this podcast, I always want to sit away and just say, "Okay, what did I learn? What did I absorb? Mm. What can I forward?" And that's how you start creating like amazing results, no matter what industry you're in. It's you know, it's that buffer, adding that buffer time, and it can be as simple as thirty seconds or five seconds. And it's going back to what you
2: said, actually, Kelly. It's how do we how do we learn good practices. And best practices and being good leaders you said it yourself so I think we have to recognize that we need to work smarter Mm -hmm. I'm somebody I think I've done a really very good job of it I'm very proud to say I've done that in my life I've always had a work-life balance most people could never have done what I've done I've done it and I've really been very disciplined about it um, you know, I made damn sure that I would bring up. I worked from home for 17 years. I brought my kids up. I had to, I was very lucky I had a nanny, but I, I worked very, very, very hard and I did it. But I still was there for my my kids. That was my priority. May not be other people's priorities with mine. And I've but it's and your done... non
0: negotiables, isn't it? I have two, I have these non negotiables. I take my kids to school every day and I pick them up two days a week, and that's the non negotiable. So, precisely
2: so um, and everyone said well you're so lucky and I kind of we used to kind of turn around to people and go really and then we travel a lot and um, so I've worked remotely all my life and people have gone you're so lucky and I kind of mm, don't think I am I've made every single bit of my luck I have done everything myself no one's done it for me and I don't know why I'm saying that to you because I can't remember what I was about to say to you but it, there was a very good relevant point behind all of that um but I think it was, it was you were saying that you
0: kept balance in your life can do you believe though? Um, from doing this research and this app having your own business it's made you think oh there's more I can do with the balance and the because when you started your company which you, I mean I know when we started definitely at quarter cloud we were as there at the beginning of the hour we were there to the latest we were the hardest working people in the room because we wanted I mean how has it been building your own business but knowing ultimately you don't need to be you can't do more than 25 minutes when all these creative things are going like it is quite hard isn't it like when when you're um creative passionate people you love your business you kind of want to put all it's it's that self-control maybe of like i don't need to uh, we have to... we have had we have had self-control
2: i'll oh, tell yeah. you why because this, uh, this the jasmine and jade are a much younger generation of people who are kind of going we need to put ourselves we can build a business but we can do it in our own time frame mm. and make sure our health and our mental health is put first mm-hmm. and if we're building that to help other people's mental health by god are we going to put ours first so in actual right. fact our entire philosophy of the Zen is very different to most companies. Yeah. But what I was trying to say before, I forgot what I was trying to say, was that the idea is that we're all trying to, I do believe that we can actually put in systems, learn to put in the right systems and learn best practices from each other. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you can finish your calls 10 minutes early, then finish so that you can actually digest before. And you know, you don't have to start a call at one o'clock. You could start at 10 past one or quarter past one. Yeah. Clever... Uh, clever hacks that you can use during the course of the day and you know there are lots of things once you've learned the way that you learn and the way that you are bet you perform best the time of day that you bet you know you can start to build your timetable around that Mm -hmm. and you can disciplined i know that's probably very i but probably people that listening to this kind of oh it's easier for, said said than done you know my timetables everyone puts in appointments the whole time for me and i'm under pressure and i've got to perform and i've got all my my year-end results my month end. every yeah. i know those pressures were all under but i think there is pushback and i do believe in being visionary leaders and it does come around to the culture and the leadership out there that you and, and you said it yourself, Kelly, you've got to be the one that in, in, inspires and leads by example. And I think that's, it has to start from that. It has to start from us doing that.
0: But also, Lee, if you're saying, you know, if you're someone's listening and going, oh, that's all very ideal, I, <laughs> you're wonderful, ladies. Um, but ultimately, the proof's going to be in the pudding, right? Because if companies are allowing people freedom to work their best hours... 25 minute meetings, you know, getting into nature, all these great things we've talked about, surely the proof is gonna be in the pudding because at the end of the day, they're gonna be a better performing team. And so the pound signs will will work its way anyway, because if you're an an optimal team, that it's just gonna work that way. Exactly the same with an athlete. If an athlete puts the work in, eats well, trains well, does the things right for their body, gets the good night's sleep, doesn't go on the binge the night before, will have the best result will have the personal best time i think the problem is we don't have the proof in the pudding we've got quite a few you know years of watching people work beginning to end or work multiple jobs or work to get the money on the bread and you know and that and you know stiff up a lip definitely in the uk it, there isn't we don't have that evidence and i think human beings is once you see the evidence you know it's like anything you, you see someone go to the gym and they look amazing or well, how do they do it or well, it was consistency and they kept going and then you're like oh, okay you know we're we are humans of creatures of comfort and we also like to see proof don't we and i think well, what proof, you're doing is going to prove that
2: i hope so and i think and i think coming from my history the proof of the pudding is as a company we've been a very successful company that's a Skenzi pr not the sensory yeah. but as a agency we're one of the top agencies and technology but also per capita we're one of the most profitable companies per capita in fact i think the second or third in the whole country in the uk and but my own staff leave work at 5 30 they don't stay in the office no one stays in the office and and we work very much they can get the kids they always have been able to work remotely mm-hmm. and we've got very 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 good work health balance work life, life balance and um very, And i bet very- you
0: have i bet you have you know a lot of people stay i bet you have a long you know longevity they of people have, staying have, with you they, I, we've got we've got two,
2: two, 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 seven two, to, two, seven two to ten years. yeah the average is about 10 years so they have so and <laughs> okay. it's because and i have to tell you they are incredibly we're very happy team of people mm. and we, we match it so ultimately i am living i'm actually advocating what i what I, i'm preaching yeah. and what i i live what i preach what is it what's the sound <laughs> practice what i preach then yeah I think I've still got jet like Sorry,
0: Kayla came from tomorrow. That's, up Morris. that's okay. Got... It's fine. Not a problem. Um, I appreciate that I've taken up nearly an hour of both of your wonderful ladies' time. I feel like I could talk about this all day. So much to take away. I'm going to have an interesting board meeting next week. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> things that we can put into place. But anyone that is looking or wants to maybe even just dip their toe in or still think it's a bit of a woo-woo subject where would you say is the best place to start looking into you guys and finding the app um, and just some next steps that they could
1: do so you can you can download the app on any app store Mm -hmm. on android ios it's just the zensory yeah and you can find it there and there's like a free version and there's like a a slightly like a paid version with statistics you can access Uh, and also if people want to learn more we do workshops courses uh, and are always happy to kind of like like share with companies like that way yeah and what's powerful is we've been doing workshops and then following on with the app okay. and actually we' have now added a feature where you can add Zensory sessions to your calendar so this is mm-hmm. game changing because you know you said how do you do micro habits it's yeah. like schedule two minutes or five minute breathing from the app and it just goes in and you're like straight away able to do the breathing and things so so yeah i'd recommend people to try that and it's it's really easy to access Amazing. so Yvonne, yeah. from a cybersecurity perspective, you were talking
0: pre-recording pre, pre the recording, that there's some exciting things coming your way and what your agency's doing. So um, anyone that's listening that's from the cybersecurity world, where would they be able to learn more about this and the things that you're doing with research and events and things?
2: Um, we have just... We're going to launch... Um, well, in fact, I, know, I noticed it was already up today. Um, the org mm-hmm. is a, a website... Um, and on that website we're now going to have a cyber mindfulness corner where we hope to share best practices um, and also if people have got concerns or issues of any sort of mental health issues um, to do with their, their work um, we will put a panel together of CISOs and other like-minded people that can offer their advice and their help so peer-to-peer advice that's going to be on there and we're also um, Going to start to promote a charter of best practices for mental health and cybersecurity. Um so I'm working with Sab Sembi and a few other people a few other people around that. Um, and then I hope to do um, a campaign around mental health and cybersecurity. And people can always contact me, um, and that's Yvonne at Eskenzypr.com. I'm always happy to have people get involved in, in whatever they think.
0: Amazing. Thank you both for so much of your time. I hope this isn't the last time I speak to you, If not, I'll just stalk you and end up <laughs> turning up at a workshop. But um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I think there's so much for us to take away from this. So um, keep up the amazing work. I, I'm honoured to have been p- at the beginning of your journey. I'm sure you're going to do some amazing things. So thank you so much. Oh, thanks, thank you. No, much. thank you. Lovely yeah. to meet you both. Um, oh, so exciting. I loved that. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go get some more trees and start playing the music around the office and see how everyone gets on. I'm probably just going to send everyone home. That's probably what I'm going to do. But, yeah, that's amazing. You, you
2: can start with the essential oils. We've got a load of essential oils. We've yeah. uh, got the we focus ones and we've got the relaxed ones, which we use all the time. Um, the relaxed ones are unbelievable to sleep to. So we've got amazing essential oils that we've actually had made um, with the sensory branding. And you could have it even made with um, quarter. I was just,
0: just going to say, so we're doing an event on the 29th of June. Um and we're, it's about your optimization and ready for the battlefield, so we're playing for uh, that. Yeah. But we're actually doing an element, we're, we've got a doctor coming in as well, who he, he did a lot of research patient papers with um, elite athletes and how yeah. like exactly the same things that you were saying, like optimize time and things like that. Yeah. But we've gone with that angle because um, a lot of the men that I've spoken to is like, oh, I don't need to worry about mental health. And it's like, so we're yeah. trying to go with that angle. But we were just saying, what would we put in the goodie bag though? And what would we give people? Because you get the same tech merch stuff. So it would be really nice to give people like a pack to go away with. Even if they just use the oils, right? Like even I can even if I could just get thirty CISOs in the room that go home and use oils that day, that's a little bit of good that I've done. Yeah. So I'll I'll reach out and, and talk to you guys of what you think.
2: You can buy it. they're not expensive. You can buy it. We've got loads. We've got a guy that's supplying them to us. It's got sensory branding, and you can even have your own branding put on if you were doing a big bulk order. Yeah, um, so
0: that's cool. Yeah, it was just and it was a good thing. And I was just thinking, yeah, like maybe we give them all headphones and um, like access to your yeah. to your app to the app and in the goodie bags and stuff. Because I feel like I, I'm oh. doing this campaign, but I know it's even our CTO. He's a little bit like. I mean,
1: he's from up north. He's Scottish, so
0: <laughs> yeah, he's quite like. A, he's like I don't know what you. <laughs> you know
1: what's really interesting, Kelly, as well. We've been. It's funny you say the athlete performance angle. When mm. you speak to guys, like especially in the tech world, and you're like, oh yeah, because we're actually speaking to a guy that formerly was training athletes, and now we're writing a course with him on performance. And suddenly you say that, and people go, yeah, actually, you i yeah, Oh, I see well guy. up for it. Yeah, I, yeah, it, I was actually, really, it, was, it was really funny because the sales guys, because I was
0: talking about it, like, with they be on my podcast? And they were like. Pfft don't you know I'm just an elite I'm like an athlete don't have any problems with my mental health I was like oh interesting I was like I was doing this I was. I interviewed this guy and he was working with all these rugby people and stuff like that and they actually do like, they're like oh oh well, yeah well if the rugby team's doing it or well, maybe we could think about like having a little bit of breathing before we get on the calls and it's like why is that okay because it's like but it, I whatever male ego if if it has to be based on an elite athlete or it has to be someone they respect or a Lewis Hamilton or whatever. I I imagine if I said Formula One, especially in the tech industry, something around that, they'd be like, oh yeah, no, no, it makes sense. But whatever the language needs to be, um, it's been interesting, yeah. It's been interesting working with Neil Shaw. I don't know if you know him. He's from the Stress Management Society. He's in London. Um, But he was saying that he's been trying to run workshops and he said, as soon as you say anything like mental health or put a rainbow on the logo or anything like that, too girly, No men turn up and women do, but that's not really the people you want to target is the men, unfortunately, more so in the industry and also predominantly in cybersecurity. Most of the board levels are predominantly men. It is the way, you know, there's some great companies like Gitpole that have been women led and that's amazing, but there's not many
1: you know what's also been really interesting is it's the science that really turns like shifts the, the thing as well so if I you've got
0: research behind it that's yeah. what I'm saying if you can come back if you listen. came into our CEO and was like oh you could make four zeros more on your yeah. sales team if you did this he would be playing music and trees would be right. everywhere and <laughs> I'd have a bird flying in and he'd be like right you are all sitting on that <laughs> on that lawn but until exactly. I can prove the zeros which is what I'm saying like awesome. I can do it in bite-sized pieces or I can show just my marketing yeah. team are working 10 times better it's all in the numbers like it's sad but i think if you like if you guys are doing this amazing work and i'm sure you're working with vendors that we we sell or work with and they start going oh we they don't work as much or they only work four days a week and actually they go on meditation camps but they're yeah, bringing exactly. in 10 times the amount of money all of a sudden that industry will shift for the better but that's it will
1: shift that's so true. it has to that's
2: what i was trying to say by by, by the way i've always worked because i've always worked hugely efficiently and we're the most second most profitable agency in the country but
0: well, do you think actually, it's because you're a mum as well you had to juggle loads of other stuff and you couldn't necessarily I had
2: hugely focused I had to be hugely focused
0: because your time was shorter and my time was
2: so much shorter mm. yes. so instead of farting around in the office yeah. and doing Fanny Adams I knew I had to like you I used to take actually I didn't I used to, I used to go to the gym after I dropped the kids off at the bus stop
0: but then no, I'm you're, you're to... better, better human than me I haven't been to the gym for a while <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I did, did then, but I and then and then I used to have to, I used to love it. I used to stop tools down at 3.30, or yeah. maybe three o'clock and go and click Amazing, yeah. And then I would go back to work a bit, not a lot. And I have been, I've had to because I'm a mum, and that's your right mm-hmm. because I had to consult my day was so much consolidated mm-hmm. and I had to be really super,
1: super, but, super focused. But this is also why you should read a book, um, called Burnout, it's okay. why women. It's brilliant. Two okay. sisters that wrote it. One of them is like a. She's a scientist, and she looks at why women burn out. So like the levels of burnout on women are really high, more so than men, because we're the caregivers of society. So we're always the ones like, oh yeah, I've got to look after the kids and look after everyone at work. Uh, so so work many women. Have
2: you yeah.
0: seen
1: working women, Kelly. No but working mums. Really oh, oh, is oh often... the the TV paper on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's the best. laughs> it's like a guilty pleasure. <laughs> but they often they often take on the responsibility of, oh yeah, now I'm going to look after all the team as well. Oh, well, I so, find that I find
0: that cuz um I'm the female on the board is um the company days out, it, it all lands on me. Oh, oh is every can you make sure everyone's food and all their allergies in and if you've got the taxi to make sure everyone comes home and it's like, why But I don't think they do it in a bad way, but it's because I'm naturally good at that side of things. It all falls on me. You also take it on because that's just... Yeah, and I remember everyone's birthdays. If someone has a baby, it comes down to me from the board to get the gift out and get the things like that. And I don't mind. I love that. I do love that side of things. But yeah, you are true. You take on more Mm. of the... I uh, yeah I think also women I don't know are aware of more emotions or people feel free to talk to them more I feel like the sales guys talk to me more even if I'm not the sales director they'll talk to me more I don't know because I'm a woman I don't know but yeah I, I do I do I think we do juggle and that's been I mean that's been a really interesting dynamic in my marriage like the more I've taken on here that role reversal of he is on the WhatsApp groups for dance club and and he's been amazing. But some dads, you know, <laughs> will go down the pint and be like, "What do you mean you want a school thing?" And he's like, "Yeah, because yeah, my wife's working." And that's a whole oh. other beast that you're opening up of, of, of like, yeah, he didn't realize how some of his men, male friends, were so narrow-minded. Like going, that's "What do you mean really you?" Cool, yeah, he's been amazing. But like, I was lucky who I married. But I have friends who have husbands that when their wives. Started doing really well, we're like, that's not okay. Or I'm not picking up the slack. And if you don't have that team player at home, I can imagine it becomes unbelievably if you're trying to do the washing and the cleaning and the running.
2: I've had to, I mean, I, I, I've got married to an amazing man, but I've had to do a lot of it. But anyway, that's... that's. I,
0: <laughs> I think that's it's what, default. That's default mum. De- default relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's a default. I say, that's another
2: subject altogether. You're bloody lucky. Because <laughs> most men are not like that. Yeah. But then
0: lot are. Ah, I keep meeting It's actually changing. Mom, it it, it really is. Changing. I think it is it's an age actually, thing. But, but just my just, mother-in-law, <laughs> my mother-in-law does not get it. Yeah. She'll come into the house and he'll be like, offer everyone to get a coffee. And she'll be like, oh, no, me and Kelly can go and get it. And I'm like, no, no, he can. He can make the kettle. Uh, he knows where yeah. the milk is. Like, why yeah. does it have to be because I live in the wife and the yeah, house? It's from generation, actually. It is, it is, I think it is shifting, but it was quite weird, yeah, So have him his friends like make funny jokes when he's in the pub, like, oh, they'll run and go and get the kids or, or something like that. And he'd be like, really? Like, really? It's we so- are we that? that
1: are you know, my there? friends, the, the dads are really active now. Yeah. And it should be. I mean, it's still slow, but it should be like that. I mean, come on. Now that women are working, why are we having to do that and everything else?
0: But I think as a kid, you need both both the male and the female role or or male male or female female whatever dynamics in your house but I think you do need both because both parents bring different things out of you Mm. I think it's good but oh yeah I love this topic there's so much to talk about it but it's been an absolute pleasure I do hope yeah uh, I'm sure I will hope that our paths will cross
1: yeah, so. yeah,
0: especially from a PR point of view because I don't really have any PR. So, yeah, so you maybe, need a PR yeah, yeah, it's one of those things <laughs> of like, oh, are we big enough yet? Do we like, we, have I really got anything to say? I don't know, it's always been like, well, that. I
2: can always, I can always, tr- I can tutor you through that as well, Kelly, if you okay. want me to. Yeah, and I can tell you, we can have those informal chats. Um, if you, when when you do you know yeah I'm very happy to tell I work with smaller companies most companies I work with the ones that are starting to kind of have a much bigger the sweet spot they want to start to IPO and they start to but you know Mm -hmm. even saying that what we've done for the sensory yeah. we've had like 200 pieces of coverage
0: and in every single national newspaper I was gonna say you've done amazing one time like Mary Claire yes. and stuff at like things you want I saw
2: they, they, they've wow. done so well um, my team have and and we and we're not even we're not even in the wellbeing space but they've done such a great job they've yeah. loved it. And actually, I've, been more, I've just been observing it from a very different point of view because I'm the client for once in my life as opposed to the other side. Mm. And it's been amazing to see what the coverage has got us and things like Yeah, it's got a book, us
1: like a, a book, a book. A book deal from Penguin. Like, we were offered to do a book deal. Yeah, we just don't have time to do it. But it's a shame because we've got so going on. I know, but it's like, wow. That has- yeah, yeah, that happened just from the the PR. There's been a mate like, and I always talk
2: about uh, the, the, the 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 accountancy firms and stuff. Yeah, and yeah actually,
0: loads I of would always brand argue brands. it's not about lead gen; it's about brand yeah. awareness and building your brand. But and I, it's making your brand different because that the thing is, is that our industry is very very saturated, and there's the names that everyone knows. Our competitors. It's like, how do we have our voice or be a bit different or you know uh, you know how yeah it's that is that thing of like what our mission is and what defines us and why someone would I work with anyone sit, I else can sit,
2: i can always sit down and do that with you as well i don't mind spending an hour with you and having Thank a bit you. of a brainstorm.
0: where are you guys are you in london
2: london yeah okay
0: cool all right where well, are you? Oh, you well, we're, we're in Sirencester, so okay. it's about closest stations of swindon and cheltenham so we're yeah. like right in the middle there so yeah. we're not far no, but I'm
2: sure we can do it. when you're in london we can always meet the but i'm yeah. happy to Talk. I'm happy to hear what you what what you're doing. It sounds like you're very very creative and yeah. innovative. Anyway, I think uh, yeah, most- I
0: think so. I think just nobody like you're not known for Adam are You, you know, everyone knows mm-hmm. the bigger names in our in our space. Um, and it's like, and I guess all of I mean, we're quite a young board. All of us want to do it a little bit different. Um, you know that there, there's some amazing businesses out there, but it's like we could do that different and it doesn't have well, like, yeah.
2: I, I think, think I, I I built huge brands like Alien Vault, which yep. were. Alien for I, I was on. I helped them at the very beginning, and
0: Denver I love. I remember the first time I went to Infosec, and they were my favourite stand. Yeah. They didn't look, they look the were, same as every. They didn't look the same as everybody else. I was like, exactly. and they had it's the same.
1: margaritas. They had like the big alien, and they was giving margaritas. was yeah. like the
0: coolest stand. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, so they and that was Barmack, by the way, Jazz. Well, it wasn't oh, no. just Bar oh, no. it was just. Oh, no. So they they and I knew them. So I've worked. So those sorts of brands I've worked really closely with mm-hmm. and to build them, and and I'm still a true and everything about Askenzi, If you look at Askenzi PR's brand, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. a cybersecurity PR agency, but everything's bright pink and wacky and weird. And it's really funny how a lot of my clients will say to me, "You look, you just don't look the part," and yet we know you're this yeah, phenomenal but, creative.
0: Uh, I I just uh, I mean I'm too, I I was I was in that's film. film. That's that to me, by the way, Ugh. that's
2: women that said that. I, was, that, oh my God, uh, I would never have uh, everyone always talks about you as this amazing crowd, and now I know why. And it's like, oh, fuck's sake, I'm just, I just look, may look different. I may be really creative and look different. I'm and not and eccentric, but actually, but you're remembered. I,
0: that's the difference you're remembered. Like, you could go to info And I used to walk around when I first started because I came from film when I got this job on, and I was like, every stand looks the same. Yeah, no, they all, all look the same. And I was like, and I made a joke like, everyone's either blue or green yeah exactly or red. You know it's one. like oh my god is there no yeah.
1: other color palette well, and saying, purple. everyone's purple yeah yes
0: yeah, oh that but that's quite that's quite far going isn't it? in the last eight years like purple's like ext- purple's extreme that's an extreme color but i just remember walking around and then i remember starting um as we because they were three years in they're like it's really easy you just get a campaign in a box and you just push it out and i was like what they're like, yeah, you just push the campaign at bush. And I was like, well, so every partner in the UK gets the same campaign in a box from a vendor and pushes it out. And they were like, yeah, yeah, it's really easy. Your job's really easy. And I was like, no. <laughs> and they were like, what do you mean, no? And I was like, where's the creativity? What makes me different from that partner? If they've got a stronger band, I'm screwed. um you know,
2: tr- trust me, Kelly. That take it from someone that's been around nearly thirty years. <laughs> yeah, have I've, I've IPO'd about twenty-five companies and built billion-dollar companies. Yeah. If you have. Able- firms that I built you'll have a look at you they'll probably I don't know where they are somewhere in my I can show you one day yeah Um, I've got a slide of that but they are I'm such a believer of making sure you do stand out and that there's such a need to be funny number one Mm -hmm. because people resonate to funny in our industry humor Mm -hmm. they want humor and just it's so easy to stand out inside but that's why I've been successful well
0: it's when we when we do like I remember when we launched the podcast and people were like whoa that's so revolutionary and I was like really we're really really behind it's not revolutionary and like like now everyone's doing it or um or yeah just silly things when we we used to do things when I used to go to like yeah I always thought like. You could come up with an idea and everyone thought you were amazing where I was like, I'm actually like three years behind the industry because like if more my friends that are working in like retail or something like that, they're like way ahead. But yeah, it is is a good industry to get into because you can stand out.
2: (laughs) Believe me, you will stand out. you. Um, You will stand up and you'll do really, really well. So I don't think you need to worry. Even the name is interesting. And I think that um, it's not difficult to stand out in our industry. Um, but, and I'm very happy to talk to you about it. There I would be
0: delighted, sports, yeah. Sports
2: works really well in our industry. People don't do enough about sports. Um, oh, it's
0: yeah, it's interesting you said that because I've wondered whether we do more things around doing stuff with, like, teams and how they you prepare. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking there's got to be – everyone does Formula One, but I think there's got to be more, uh,
2: there is uh, more other angles. Of- yeah, and do something with Mercedes Benz or you know, you do the racing and stuff like that. I don't I don't think sponsorship necessarily I didn't mean sponsorship. I meant No, no, you mean
0: like something yeah, yeah, creativity. Like we did um we had a speaker here at our event. He was Neil Martin from Formula One and um, but he was the data side of Formula One of how they optimised their team by using data so they could speed up their yeah. circus set by three seconds. But obviously yeah. that related to and then he went yeah. into how cybersecurity. But yeah, I think there's definitely new angles. Yeah. I just think people are a bit bored. They a bit need a bit of like if they've been in the industry for a long time, it all kind of sounds the same. But I mean, you probably follow Audience First. Do you watch Danny Wolf? No, uh, it's a podcast, and she's on LinkedIn. But she interviews CISOs about, and basically they just lay into vendors like the ones that do it the same way and. Got, uh, and they were they did a take back of rsa of how many people went onto an rsa stand and certain set of vendors the people definitely had a script and if you tried to get them off the script they were like uh, uh, and she be like they couldn't like have an actual conversation they were just like this is what we do this is how we protect you and if you asked them a different question off the angle the vendor would be like uh no no and she was just like what's wrong with these people like why aren't they human beings why aren't they
1: name she's kelly she's called
0: danny wolf she's called it, the, the podcast is audience first okay. um, and she offers like a training program for vendors to be better and speak better i think it's stuff that you and me will both be like well that's just common sense but yeah. vendors still sadly do it so that's quite interesting and then there's um a new podcast called cyber queens which is done by three women yeah the, yeah, yeah so we give we give them because the, i run the. i i we in it's fact women. European
2: Cybersecurity Bloggers Awards mm-hmm. at Infosecurity, and I'm uh, a judge, and it's my it's our awards. But I and I need to read, them. I need to see them, I need to look at the bloody things today. <laughs> I've got to see who who's been put forward. I've got to yeah. Do- it's one of my jobs today. I forgot about that. But so <laughs> maybe we'll, when maybe someone put your podcast for I haven't heard. I don't know
0: where. Yeah, first. yeah, you should. Put so it I, the don't, I like, mean, I'm looking at just. Like, I don't know how even how many people are even looking at us yet. One day, hopefully. One, one a big, day. Ambition, one, a big ambition and big If I could be the version of Stephen Bartlett, Diary of the CEO, when it comes yes, to cybersecurity, nice. I'd exactly. be delighted. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really. know if I'll get there yet. But um, yeah. anyway, thank you so I, much, ladies. I'll, I'll chat to you. Lovely, absolute yeah, pleasure to speak to you, and you. Have a lovely weekend. Bye. bye. Bye-bye.